0: it's bad enemy my rosé game baby still rosé baby rosé literally all day legitimately all
1: all day i will not stop well we did start at like one o'clock so we're we're going for an all day type of thing it looks like (laughs)
0: Yes, we are. Um, anywho, let's let's get this ship uh, let's get this ship sailing, shall we, everybody? Uh, I'm John and I'm Rob, and this is Bad Anime, the podcast where we decide is this anime bad. Once again, we are remote today. We're remote on this podcast. Uh, we're doing a little uh, Zoom stuff, uh, but we figured yeah. we'd throw some stuff for you uh, today. What uh, what anime are we talking about today, Rob?
1: Or what OVA series sh- I should say? This is just something I randomly came across. Um, I mentioned this before. Sometimes I'll just go on Funimation, click the sci-fi tag, and just scroll down alphabetically, and it shows. Um, this shows I really didn't get too far because this today's style starts with an A. Today we have um, Armitage the Third. It's a four-episode OVA series that came out in 1995. Oh, sorry, 1995 or six? Okay, it originally released in '95. Awesome. Okay, cool. And. This is just something I watched. Um, I watched the I watched all four episodes in one sitting. It's around two hours and fifteen minutes, maybe, roughly, because the first the first OVA is a little longer than the rest, and the rest are only like a half mm-hmm. hour. And yeah. two it hours was pleasantly p- short. Yeah, yeah. And and, and um, after watching it, is just one of the things where I said I just want to talk about this with somebody. So I figured, <laughs> hey, Bouncy, you know what? We're, we have a show where we decide anime's bad or not. let's have some fun today let's talk about a little bit about Armitage the third now i want to know yeah i want to know Mm -hmm. what you thought where i just randomly said hey just watch this show real quick it's four episodes what ran through your head it's like what is this he's sending me
0: so i i think what the most interesting part about this is uh, how you said like how you found it is very Mm. fun when you just Mm. went on funimation and you were like and there's a reason the show starts with an a because you just got to a and you were like oh armitage what's this and clicked on it i'm glad you sent it my way um i'm glad i'm the go-to person to talk about this with because Um, I was really excited to watch this because I had genuinely no idea what I was getting into. And, you know, usually I don't have any idea what I'm getting into. It's kind of a shtick. But, like, the thing is... (laughs) On this specific one, like I never even heard of it. Don't know anything about it. Uh, right. Had not even heard it in the zeitgeist of anime at all. Like on TikTok, on anything. Like no, n- never even been mentioned. Right. Um, I figured it was like a '90s, '80s sort of thing, and I was correct on that. It was in the it was in the mid '90s. Yes, it was. Um... But I, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting, when I saw like the, the title card and the screen of like what it is on the cover, it's uh, it's this girl um, mm. who uh, presumably, she didn't maybe have any guns, but she looks like she would have guns.
1: Um, and we later learned she did have a couple of guns.
0: She very much did have a few guns, didn't she? And yeah, I, I, I think... I, I was excited to watch it, actually. Because, you know, you said it was four episodes, uh, like OVAs. The first one was a little longer than the rest. I, I believe the first one clocks in at about 50 minutes. The rest are about 40 to 30. So yep. really short. Uh, really, not in one night. It yep. was great. I, I, I really appreciate any time we could watch something that's not like 12 to 26 episodes. It's cool. And, yep. you know, I love those longer series. But it's nice once in a while as a, as a treat to just be like, let's talk about this, like, little little shit of a series.
1: Yeah, no, that. And I've talked about this on our on our very first episode, episode zero, as we called it. Um, Ovas are my bread and butter. So whenever I see a series that's like six episodes or less, and it's an OVA, particularly from the '90s and and late '80s as well, I'm like all in. Like I just pu- I just fold my hand. I put my computer down. I cast it if I can. But you know, sometimes depending on which apps you use, that can't always work because the future we're here in the future, but it also sucks. So things don't always work out the way they should. So I basically. I just got so excited when I found an OVA series to watch Armitage and I was (laughs) met. I was just caught off guard immediately. and I'm going to say why, Uh, as as we talked about, I'm also a big heavy metal head and especially, uh, of course. And I, and you know, I love my power metal in particular. And uh, even though the band is not as power metal as it used to be a band, beast in black, they released an album at the end of 2021 um, Dark Connection. It's basically a very sci fi influenced album. And as Armitage starts, we get um, uh, the stewardess of a shuttle going from Earth to Mars welcoming the passengers to St. Lowell, the largest city on Mars. And I heard that and I stopped what I was doing. I paused it, went up to the Beast in Black album like, son of a bitch, and turned off to play the song Highway to Mars. They didn't recreate the audio. They just used the audio from the original dub of Armitage the Third. And it's not mm-hmm. the only time they do it. I'll get into it more wow. as, as it goes on. So it just imagine, imagine the incredible happenstance. Um, the sure happenstance on my part where I'm just like, what are the odds that I just find this anime through an alphabetical listing? And it's you know connected to one of my like, you know, top five or top ten albums of last year. So I'm like, already neat. And it spoiled a little bits of the. Um... Actually, no, I'm not going to rephrase that at all because one of the things, that, one of the reasons I really want to talk to you about this show, um, <laughs> you're someone who's very narrative driven in, in your media. You really attach yes. a narrative, and, and we talked about it at length before. I'm way more character driven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I knew what the show was going to be about within the first five minutes of watching it. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was oh, just boy. so apparent. But I was still along for the mm-hmm. ride because mm-hmm. the minute they bring up, because we t- we're, we're in Mars, right? You know, Earth. Yep. They were, Let's, we're set co- co- Let's set the scene. Let's set the scene, right? I'm going to set the scene for you. We're colonizing Mars. You know, you, have, you guys like sci-fi. Have you seen The Expanse or like any You like, like jazz? You like jazz. You like sci-fi. You know this kind of thing before. Our yeah, population uh-huh. out of control. We've gone to Mars. <clears throat> you know, there's some divide there. And we're getting further, and they're getting, and the society is getting further and further with robotics. You know, they had their first generation type robots, their second type, and then there's the third type. And the third type robots are almost indistinguishable from human, and they have so a yes. lot of human characteristics, as we learn later on in the series. And the series starts off with one with a person who's actually a country singer, getting fucking assassinated pretty brutally as mm-hmm. she's about to tour Mars, and then we learned. She's a third type. Yes. So, some some action scenes ensue, and we meet our spunky our spunky young protagonist, Naomi Armitage. Yes. This show's and, called Ar- Yeah. Go ahead.
0: And we uh, y- and we also meet our cop hero of the
1: series, um, Big Daddy Ross syllabus. Um, I, I was going to get to Ross in a second, but uh, the only point I was trying to make. Uh, to, to explain what I what I said to myself, I'm like, okay, Armitage, their show is called Armitage the Third. We're in for a sci-fi Pinocchio story. That's what we're getting. I knew <laughs> what we were getting immediately, but the animation and the action was so cool. I'm like, you know what? I'm in for this ride. I, I'm See that's sure- when
0: you know. That's when you know a show has you, where you can pretty much predict exactly what's going to happen, and, and yet you still watch, and it, you're still in it. Because you know, I, I think that was what got me to a bit about it was that you know, I, I it took me a while to pick up on like the third that that whole thing like the robots oh, really? like, oh they're yeah they're like robots they're you know robots that look like people and they're like you right. know out living among the people and we don't know who the thirds are and you got to figure it out um and that that took me a little bit but i mm-hmm. did feel as though armitage was uh some kind of robot at least right. uh, at least by the um by like the middle of the first OVA, I was like, okay, something's going on here. She's she's yes, got something. Yes. She's a, some kind of robot, something like that. Um, R- Ross is a fleshy human, but he boy does he have a lot of muscles. Uh, well, but also big-
1: we we mm-hmm. also learn more about Ross. Ross is our um, is our co lead. There's two leads. Naomi's yes. our spunky like five foot whatever cop with a lot of guns, a lot of attitude, a lot of sass lover. Um, mm-hmm. Ross is our big hunky six plus you know six foot plus, maybe closer to seven feet. Um, just massive mound of a man, who does not like robots. Yes, but, but now, um, he's been injured in the past, so he has robotic parts on him. So there's this whole story here of like you know, becoming what he hates, and yeah. you know, robots is an allegory for racism. I knew again that was in the first three fucking minutes of this thing. I'm like, all right, I know exactly <laughs> what I'm getting here.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, this, yeah.
1: in terms of sci-fi, like I I knew exactly what I was getting. But like I said, there was so much pushing me to keep going. I'm like, you know what? I'm not really here for the story. <laughs> I'm here to have a fun, fun action anime time. And just it, by the end of the first OVA alone, I got a ton of that because um, this show is even though there's a lot of robot on robot action in terms of fighting, mm-hmm. I, th- those usually are excuses for people to have brutal death scenes, but actually not be gory. But since the thirds are half or organic material, these fight scenes get pretty gory and you get these like weird yeah. half mechanical skeletons covered in blood and I'm like
0: okay yeah it's a little different in that regard. I, I think it really comes out because you know it, the, the scene where we meet Armitage and the scene where we meet Ross, is in an yeah. airport where you talked about that country center gets assassinated. It's by this guy right. whose name I had to look up again, but I'll never have to look it up again for the rest of this episode because it's so funny. Renee Dan Claude um, oh, that is Claude. the guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. That 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 man. I'm going to get into a whole thing about him eventually. But Renee Dan Claude yeah. is the assassin. And they, uh, of course, at the end of the first OVA, they apprehend Rene Dan Claude um, right. after looking for him. And, you know, Armitage basically becomes... Ross syllabus's partner in a way and Ross of course isn't aware yet that she's some kind of robot and of course given his uh preconceived notions about robots it's it's later revealed that a robot killed his previous partner um so he doesn't know that yet and they spend the entire episode trying to find Renee, Dan Claude who's been the guy that's running around killing all the thirds uh for some reason we don't know yet
1: we don't know yet yeah yeah I, am I, um, I'll be honest. I'm kind of like scatterbrained right now. Cause I kind of want to jump to the end because this, the series excites me so much to talk about. So oh, i wow. Well, I just, I'm having so much. This is like, a, you could tell right now I'm so giddy. I'm having such a, I had such a fun time while watching this that uh, my, um, the objective parts of my brain are all going from a narrative, <laughs> from a narrative perspective. However, I, I will bring up cause I'm, I'm going to forget if, if I don't bring it up now, I'm going to forget. I mentioned this. Okay. Um, the music in this thing is the is some of the most fascinating anime soundtrack I've ever heard because it's really good but it also kind of sucks
0: yeah that, that's what I I texted you the first text I sent you about this anime was that the music kind of bangs and it was it was an emphasis on the kind of because there were times that it was really, really good and interesting, and it would use like yeah. arpeggiators, like with like very like industrial right. like elements, and it. Was, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. This could be like a Matrix sounding soundtrack or oh, something. Oh yeah, totally. And then there were times where it just sounded like tin cans were hitting each other, and everything was stupid. Um, yeah. So it, it was a weird <laughs> thing
1: all around. Um, well, the soundtrack well, it, consistency it, was definitely off a bit. Y- and it was so, it was just so baffling while I'm watching this because I, as I'm getting lost in these action scenes, like the main theme would play and it's kind of hype with the dun, 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 like yeah. kind of very progressive. And then the next thing you know, the main melody is just somebody playing, um, the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin, but fucking it up just com- yeah. Com- yeah, you're com- right. yeah. completely forgetting uh- how it goes, just like, it is, it is the immigrant song just wrong. It's just not just incorrect, but yeah. But the thing is, like for me, I got I was getting so lost, and particularly like the um, backgrounds in the show. And I don't uh-huh. really I don't really talk about backgrounds a lot on these shows, but um, on these podcasts. But just like the the background art, because these are OVAs so they have a higher budget per episode,
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: could really feel in some of the art design here. There were scenes where Naomi yeah, and w- we get back to the narrative portion a little bit because naturally, once Ross k- learns about Naomi's nature, he's a little less than thrilled, and it causes mm-hmm. some friction. Again, you know, the whole racism allegory with, you know, with robots, sci-fi loves this kind of narrative. And I was in because Naomi is just so charming in her own right. And Ross is such a big hunk. I'm like, oh, it's a big hunky doofus in ways. Like he's so by the the book where I'm like, okay, I, now I appreciate this conflict. I love that you brought up by the book because his last name is syllabus. His name is syllabus. And I knew we were going to touch on that. I was just waiting to see (laughs) when and how. In my head, I, I didn't think about it that much this week, but I'm like, we're we're going to talk about Armitage coming up soon. How the fuck do we make a syllabus joke? I I'm, I'm racking my brain here. And was it mean, was in the back of my brain was like, oh, we're going to be talking about Armitage this week.
0: I wonder what Rob has to say about syllabus.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, um, so I but yeah, main point. Yeah, I but the
0: design was incredible.
1: I and there and there was some scene. I'm trying to remember the particular scene where just uh, Naomi Armitage is just um just chilling out like on this huge like steel banister of like a building that's in construction and you just see this um sweeping like shot of the saint Lowell, the city on mars this like the cyberpunk city and i'm just sitting there i'm not gonna lie i may have had a few beers the time i watched it as i did now just going
0: cool it was really cool. They did some cool stuff. I think the um, the shot that got me was, um, I believe, maybe in the second OVA, like Ross, you know, in classic uh, meathead fashion, had to just yep. clear his head with a run. So yep. Ross was just like running did around, it. you know, and it, like, you know, there's all this like imagery that he runs by. But the thing that struck me the most about this and, and kind of. Feels a little similar to uh, city structure in Evangelion, and kind of like oh, the yeah. like the Tokyo Three city structure. Th- there was something really cool about it because like the there was like beginning. parts of the city that were like upside down, mm-hmm. and parts of the city that were right side up because of gravity. Um, right. And also also in this scene, it was one really funny part where he stops at like the Statue of Liberty and he's like, "God damn, how many of these are they going to build?"
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, this implies that there are like twenty Statues of Liberty. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh and i have to bring this up fun fact right here um did you mention Ava? because i was very curious about when this came out um yeah this uh came out significantly before uh this came out in february of 95 mm. and was done by november um Ava came out in october of 95 so for all intents and purposes wow. this is some pre this is some pre eva sci-fi in anime which is becoming my new favorite thing because of how monumental work Ava is, just seeing what sci-fi and anime was doing before that, yeah. It just this is endlessly, endlessly fascinating to me. Um, and there was a, a, a scene, I believe, is the second OVA as well, because mm-hmm. there's so many great character moments here. We have Naomi walking the street with this weird kind of coat she's wearing. It's not a coat. It's like a poncho. It's like a yeah, kind of a coat, kind of a leather coat yes. blanket with shoulder pads, and she's got them this awesome pair of shades that like lights up. So, and of course
0: under it she's wearing like literally nothing. Like her entire outfit for the series is like a, a
1: basically like a, a bra and like an underwear and like it, a little BDSM. It's like a BDSM kind of leather spandex yeah combat uniform. But I love the reveal because she had like a version that was even skimpier in the second OVA. Mm-hmm. These two guys harass her and they're like, "Hey, what do you got under that uh, jacket?" She drops a jacket in a very cool sequence, which I really liked. Very matrixy of like, look at my shit,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then they just see all her weapons and they're like, uh. <laughs> and,
0: and, and she's just like, kind of like me, and <laughs> kind of like me and seeing the cover. I was like, oh, she probably has guns, and then she takes off like that jacket out, and they were like,
1: oh, she definitely has guns. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's got knives. She starts stabbing the two thugs, and again, like oh, some,
0: God.
1: some very well done uh fight scenes here it actually yeah. reminded me a little bit of this this would have come out later but i saw similarities with it with kite in a way just like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that really cool 90s action um anime cinematography or whatever or, or choreography whatever you want to call the term in an animated setting i know what these terms are from a live action standpoint but animation i don't know my ass from my elbow but again the second ova just had so much um uh, there were so many cool little character moments. and again, I'm as you can tell, I just got so lost in the combat mm-hmm. and there was some great mo- again, again, uh, showing my confusion with the soundtrack because sometimes they would play the main theme, which is the immigrant song played wrong. And I thought that shouldn't work in an action scene, but somehow when Naomi's doing it, it totally does
0: mm-hmm. it matched up really well, especially in the combat scenes, I think uh, and by yeah. the way, we should we, I think we should call it the immigrant wrong um. <laughs> When, when, when we refer to it. When we refer to it. Oh. Um, but yeah, e- either way, yes, the fight sequences are very impressive. Especially those with um,
1: uh, whichever fucking version of Dan Claude they're fighting. Uh, because- yes, because they, they, I was about to say, because later on they they have Dan Claude in like the... And they're fighting in like a sewer or something with like a Dan Claude. It's like a, it looks like a robot pulled out of Ninja Turtles. And I mean that it in becomes- the most endearing...
0: It becomes borderline hilarious over the over the OVA series. Cause like basically after the first OVA, Dan Claude, Renee Dan Claude, the, the main villain, is in the hospital in the ICU, but there are like four other Dan Claudes <laughs> that are like robot versions of Dan Claude that yep. have only one one thing in mind, and that's killing the thirds. And it's just freaking hilarious because every every time they're like in a conflict and they're like, Oh, I wonder who's behind this, and then it's just like Dan Claude's head picked like peeks out of the ceiling and he's like and they're like dan
1: claude it's just another another dan claude just so many dan clauds running around and of course the intrigue narrative actually is like wait (coughs) who are the dan clauds are is this a guy using the thirds to kill the thirds what's his plan here and i like it because up until the fourth ova it's kind of vague as to what the hell's going on yeah the entire time naomi is trying to figure out who she is she has this great monologue actually the end of the first ova which is used in the black. later used in the Beast in Black song, um, "Moonlight Rendezvous," is what they use, mm-hmm. and and it's just it, and the whole song basically. In, in retrospect, is about Naomi. So I'm like, wow, Beast in Black is just a bunch of nerds, and I love them. <laughs> just an Armitage cover band. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the first album was called Berserker, so you know they they like their yeah. anime, they enjoy they their anime, anime. Those guys, so um, kudos to them, and they write they happen to write great music at the same time. But anyway, so Naomi, of course, has this natural, like I said, the sci-fi Pinocchio thing. Who am I? What's my purpose? Am I real? You know, is any of right. this real? She meets other thirds who have different ideations of what it means to be human or not.
0: I forget. Yeah. There, there's the. Uh, she kind
1: of meets her brother, too, at one yes, point. Yeah, or... the, the brother who was like, I remember him. I, I, I remember watching him and saying, hmm, I usually don't use the term slutty for a male, but why is he dressed slutty? i remember thinking that wholeheartedly he was definitely like he was a cute boy for sure yes and, and he yeah, remember he was he was trying to hack into a system so naomi can find more about you know more about more out more about her father sorry and so he basically dies in the in the interim like there's something goes wrong he's trying to hack in and he's just like getting electrocuted and shit naomi's losing who's he mind. killed by who's he killed by rob it was John, it was Jean-Claude. It was, what was his name again? It was Rene Dan-Claude. <laughs> I was about to say Jean-Claude. I'm like, Jean-Claude Van Jean-Claude. Damme. Jean-Claude.
0: Jean-Claude Van Damme. Renee Dan-Claude actually kind of does look like Jean-Claude Van Damme a little bit. Well,
1: I mean, that's clearly the influence. It was 95. Yeah, so, yeah it's got like so the Dolph I,
0: Lundgren look about him, you know?
1: Yeah, so exactly. So I was I was quoting the original and just, yeah, Renee Dan-Claude. Oh, my God. So yeah, he kills the younger. Yeah, brother. so Renee oh.
0: Renee Dan Claude kills kills her brother, and injures Ross, so he has to get Ross has to get more robot parts. And it, throughout the whole uh, series kind of, to kinda of like talk, speak to the characters a little more too. It's like this mm. big push and pull of like Ross and Armitage, and you're like, mm. Oh he's is ross looking to bang a robot and is armitage looking to bang a human and it's kind of in the back of your mind is like there's tension but you don't know and like armitage at one point kisses ross she's like bye ross and he's like what and then he's okay so you know uh then you know they they end up going to armitage's father and finally meeting him but and he's like the person that invented
1: her right i have to go back a little bit because i think it was either at the end of the second or third OVA they realized, they learned the fact that, wait, the thirds can have children because they can't. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Because we, well, that's a big bombshell. Like, wait, the thirds, like, they have basically, they put wombs in these robots and they have all, like, the proper biomechanics in there to actually birth human children. So that throws everything on its head because a lot of these, a lot of the show touches on what are the purpose of the thirds because so yeah. far we always see is a bunch of murdering like combat robots so we're kind of led to believe that but next thing you know we learned that Naomi can pop out babies and yeah in the yeah. back of my head and I, the, immediately once i heard that i'm like oh my boy Ross is going to get some at the end of this, yeah, this. my boy Ross going to have a half robot baby <laughs> <laughs> exactly so so again like to get to go back to where we were in the timeline episode 4 happens Naomi finds out basically they're able to track down naomi's father the person who invented her and at first they're like oh, oh wait is he insane it looks like he doesn't really know who i am because clearly his work is getting to him right but but we learn he does know who naomi is he actually does care a lot for this person because even though it's a robot he does view her very much as the daughter because mm-hmm. naomi is a fully fully self-sufficient fully functional human in all regards she has emotions yes. she she has her own dreams and ambitions. He, you know, he programmed that into her. So again, we get the whole question: is what is humanity? Right. Yeah. So we get mm-hmm. that that whole you know that whole sci-fi trope is brought up, which I again I love. Yeah. it. I'm not trying to dis on these tropes. I just love them. No, um, no. It, I mean, they, they they
0: also do other things. Like, I mean, they go to the metaverse for yes. a little bit. I feel like <laughs> they literally go to like the Mark Zuckerberg metaverse where her brother yep. is dead, but he lives yes. as like this third but like the mind of the back third up,
1: they were able to back up his memory essentially so like yeah. he exists he exists in the cloud
0: well, along with yeah he's he's in the cloud along with all of the other thirds that have been killed they're all just like existing there uh for, for some reason she goes to like find information about like the father and stuff like that and, and that was that, kind of that, a heart
1: it was heartwarming to see like okay they are they are okay and the, it was again, very course, cute it was cute but almost was it too cute we'll get to that later because mm-hmm. there was a, there's, there's a time and toe, there's a time or two in the show where I'm just like, a little too cute, because, mm-hmm. because naturally, um, since I thought I had the show completely figured out, I'm like, okay. I was wondering how they're going to end it because I'm like, okay, is Naomi going to? Is she going to get axed? Is she going to die? But she's going to be backed up in the memory banks, and then her and Ross are going to live a new life once they download her into a new body. And then Ross is like, well, you're still Naomi, so I don't care who you know. That's where I kind of thought they're going to go with it. Um, mm-hmm, I was trying to be mm-hmm. investigative. I'm like, I wonder what's going to happen here. I did not expect Naomi's father to turn, to turn Naomi basically into a giant mech, because that's yeah. what they did at the end of this show. Because we learn who um, Renee is, like, because we actually get some more detail on who Renee is. Um, and this is where I, I just sat back because episode four had kind of like, um, it's was almost kind of an exposition dump, but at the end of a show, where it's like, yeah, okay, it really was. Here's where here's where the plot here's like the details, guys. We kind of forgot to talk about these. So- I appreciated it very much. <laughs> you <laughs> personally. did personally. <laughs> oh yeah, I loved it. I, the
0: fourth <laughs> episode was just my cup of tea. They were like, "Listen, all right, these are the thirds. Renee Dan Claude is here too. He's like the dad's partner. He's a robot right now. Um, there are just yeah, there are like five of him. Uh, that's a whole thing. Uh, we he have wants to. Kill we have to the kill, the kill thirds. all.
1: The, we have to kill the thirds because the human because the Earth government does not appreciate what the Martians are doing." Because apparently yeah. the third, the thirds were like a scheme to increase Mars' population numbers. Like, not enough people are moving here. We need to start making babies, though. So they built the thirds originally as like, as um basically you know mechanical baby dispensers. That's what that was yes, their purpose. Right. That was their purpose. Somehow in the middle, they're like, okay, we could also make these things fucking war machines. It's like okay, best of both <laughs> worlds, I guess. And end life and create new life. We have the, yes. literally the opposite ends of the spectrum, kind of into it
0: yeah and the dad yes. character also when they went to his like facility he he built these like the fourth the fourths yes yes and they, they're just big big fat stupid doofy looking tree men and they were hilarious. trees they were trees <laughs> <They're just
1: laughs> big trees <laughs> they're perfect like these are trees like, sir,
0: where did you go from like humanoid robot to tree man? I don't understand what his thought process was there. But next to the tree man, it's also important to note
1: that Ross and Armitage go to Bone Town, take a little trip to the Bone Pony under the tree, and of course the part of the part of me like the more primal side i was like, yeah, my two characters, I like doing the thing, and I'm yeah. like, okay. So I knew where it was gonna go at that point um, because I, in my head I said, okay, they can't kill Armitage off now in this body because she's carrying the no. baby, the baby because because they did the thing that make the baby. Yep. So then they have this wild fight because uh, Dan Claude tries to uh, tries to you know finish the job so to speak, but luckily Raw they, the dad just gives Raw some big fucking guns and turns Naomi <laughs> into basically like a like a small Gundam. He upgrades her with a bunch of new like weapons and shit. She can, he has giant yeah. wings, and she's flying around. I'm like, this is absurd, but I kind of love it. Yeah, it was kind of cool. Things work out well, and it ends in like a very Hollywood-esque ending where there's in a car driving off, and Ross is like, by the way, here's your human ID. You're human now. Just tell people that. Sheesh. But what Naomi does, she t- t- tears it up and throws it away. She's like, I don't give a fuck what they think. And he's like, that costs a lot of money to get it's <laughs>
0: like you do not know the hoops i had to jump through to get you exactly. a fake id you exactly. bitch
1: <laughs> and, but the, but the next thing you know Naomi just looks at him and goes oh by the way you're gonna be a dad and ross is like nice and that's where the show ends
0: yeah they're both like in sunglasses in a convertible and they're like driving down like a driving yes. on like a bridge or something on earth and are like, like, a like desert. Oh, well I guess that's life
1: eh and then it's just pretty much the end of the show and it's so funny because um i to ask myself some very fun fundamental questions because the, the ending was uh, clean. It was a happy. It was a happy ending, and I'm just like, yeah. mm, You could have gone a little darker with that, and I would have been happy. You know, not even full on dark. Just like if Naomi died, but she got backed up, and then they put her in a new body, and then Ross had to like overcome. I don't know some of his like, you know, preconceived notions about robots again. Because like, are like, and you know, he can have like a quick question of like, are you really Naomi? But then next thing you know, like mm-hmm. the new version of Naomi could have acted just like Naomi. It's like, yeah, it's still me, you idiot. And he went have went, okay, I don't understand the world. I would have loved something like that with just a hint of more sadness yeah. to it. Because the ending of this mm-hmm. was a little too clean for my taste. I don't know if I'm just fundamentally, I, I don't know if I'm fundamentally negative or not. But it was it very, was, it was very Hollywood.
0: You make a good it point. It was very in that Hollywood. It was just very like, and everything worked out and it was all okay. Which, yep. okay, I I will say that uh, it. Evangelion has kind of scarred me in this way <laughs> oh. that when I see yep. that ending I'm like that's that's just nice
1: man <laughs> cool Okay so I'm we're just- the opposite on this okay
0: yeah, I, I'm just like you know. It, I, I don't like it all the time, but like I'm I'm now surprised when a show doesn't end with some fucking roundabout conflict. Now yes. when a show ends and it's like maybe we'll get the same with Spirit Chronicles, who knows? But when a show ends, when it's just like all right, that was cool. We did the thing. We're now we're gonna live our lives together, and it's gonna be cool. Hell yeah. Um, I you know I, I'm genuinely surprised when I get an ending like that now, and I'm like, cool. You know what? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm for in. The, Especially I'm in the such other a end short
1: of... series like this, you know. Yeah, I'm at the end of the spectrum where I think I've become a glutton for punishment. Where I'm just like, I'm not sad enough. I need some sadness to go with this happening. What is this? I, I need a little sadness to get. You know, it's there's. It's like when a dish is prepared wrong, the like the flavor profile is all messed up. I'm like, this is just this is just way too gamey. We need something else. To, we need some something else to balance all this out here right now. <laughs> To let to, to wash it down, you know. I I think exactly
0: um, something else about this uh, this OVA series is I I watched the dubbed version, Me too. and um I'm very happy I did. Uh, I I don't know. Do you have any idea, Rob? Uh, who some of the voice actors are on this? Well, not in the version we watched.
1: Oh, there are different versions. Do you remember why i incessantly told you don't watch the movie watch this mm, because yes. okay and this 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 is also a thing here in 96 they um after the success of ghost in the show that was the big watershed moment where people realized oh anime films are can be great and they can mm-hmm. do money in hollywood so what they did here is they took a series that was only two hours and probably 15 minutes they chopped it up into an hour and a half film, and then did a second dub of it. But in order to get you know um, more Hollywood cred, that's where they brought in the voice actors you were about to mention. Wow, okay. that's so if you and it's available on Funimation because if because it has the series and movies tab. So if you mm-hmm. go to the movies yep. tab, it has it has Polymatrix, which is the edited version of this. Excuse me. It also has Polymatrix Two, which is a film it's the straight up sequel to this OVA series which wow. i have not watched yet but anyway yeah so polymatrix is the is the reedited film and that's where you get keith or Sutherland's in it as raw syllabus which is wild it's crazy and, and you but here's the thing brian cranston is in this dub that we just watched
0: he is okay okay because I, th- that makes a lot of sense okay brian cranston was the is like the big name right keifer sunderland is it plays ross syllabus in the movie but brian cranston plays uh eddie barrows who i I didn't know the character name when i saw it but it's it's kind of the antagonistic guy guy just at the fbi headquarters that like ross works at it's just like hey ross you gonna fuck a robot (laughs) (laughs) and it's just brian cranston (laughs)
1: yep and it's brian cranston it's just really funny i was like brian cranston what are you doing here exactly it was the mid-90s so brian cranston wasn't the household name yet and he did everything in hollywood to make it and he did pretty so. funny yeah good job brian
0: good for him yeah. good for him I, I just really enjoy that I, I brian cranston was just randomly voicing somebody in this anime
1: yep it was a, it was a nice treat yeah so one day i am going to watch polymatrix to see what they took out of the story because mm-hmm. they, they shaved off a good half hour and changed almost 45 minutes of material they shaved off so i'm curious because there's definitely things in this you could have cut to really make the narrative experience sure worked virtually the same. So I'm very curious to see what they cut. I might have to go back and watch it at some mm-hmm. point and see what see which one I like better. But yeah, we have we have this OVA series, and I um to say I was pleasantly surprised was an understatement, especially when I just clicked something random and that's how I found it. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't ex- I didn't expect to get this stronger reaction from it, but as you can tell, I had a great fucking time watching this thing. And it was very similar to now where I'm having a few beers talking about it with you. And this is like the same scenario I did when I watched it. My TV is – you know you know how my room's laid out. Um, yeah. My TV is mm-hmm. right in front of me. I was watching on my TV going, huh, cool. And I did that for around two hours. That's great. And I, I think that's that's what made this
0: fun for me as well mm-hmm. is that it, it, it nicely did everything that it needed to do in those four episodes, I think. Right. I mean, introduced the story got me invested in the characters the plot was right. pretty solid from where i'm standing from yeah especially in like 95 I, I i really dug it and yeah uh it explained the plot which i was like <laughs> hell yeah that's just that's just nice that's i just, love oh. how that's something you we can never be certain of anymore in anime dude that is i i can i can trademark this now like when they have the plot explainer episode that is my come moment that is when i just like <laughs> my entire body just releases just it just absolutely just ejaculates happiness
1: out of my body um it's just I'm so just, funny because i'm f-
0: oh finally yes it's just, well, it's just so funny
1: because i'm the opposite where my eyes are glazing over i'm like okay whatever you gotta tell us fine <laughs> i just love the <laughs> dichotomy there where you're freaking out at like being explicitly told what's going on i'm like yeah i get it already i fucking i watch the show i know i basically know what's going on what earth's run by feminists who don't like the idea of the thirds whatever cool have that plot detail i don't mind <laughs> it's
0: just cool uh, that's when
1: the, they do that's it the, okay oh no i thought you meant it's just cool for the series itself because that's my entire if you if you ask me what armitage the third is i that's what i'm just gonna say it's just cool it's just a cool little sci-fi romp with some yep it, the, the animation's not stellar but it, it's such a style all its own where it's you know it's not the super flu- most fluid thing in the world, but every every choice they made was a good choice from an animation perspective. Yes, you know, they worked with the, what they had, and they told the story they wanted to tell. And it, I thought it was did. a really fun. I thought it was a really fun ride. So clearly, yeah. um, yeah, I think this was pretty darn good. So definitely not bad yeah, by my end. Definitely not it bad. Was, mm-hmm. It was pretty darn good. Um, I was really hyped when I finished it, but then after I thought down, I'm like, okay, I did know where the entire thing was going from a narrative perspective. Sure. So, you know, but that wasn't this this wasn't this the goal of this of this series. It wasn't trying to just, you know, wasn't trying to be super innovative from a narrative standpoint. It was just trying to take these ideas that were accustomed to and present them in a new fun and interesting way, which I think they succeeded in pretty darn well. I think so too. I I think between like in the question like is it
0: bad? No. It's not bad. Um I I didn't know what I expected in the first episode I, I didn't know what I was going to get because I, I was like, all right. right this could kind of go either way of like yep. shitty or like fun. Um I think yes. like even my texts I sent to you, um yes. my first one I sent to you about it, uh quote, 1 minute into Armitage. I know the flight attendant with her ass out won't be getting a storyline. I'm already <laughs> disappointed. Um, the next one was uh, a quote from the country singer that got off in the first episode. She said, I hope my guitar is OK. And then the next scene, it just jumps to Renee, um, Cla- Renee Dan Claude, just breaking yes. this guitar and just like, yes. basically lighting it on fire. And I was like, that's hilarious. And then Renee Danclaude's bodyguards, I texted you, all look exactly like Heidenreich, um, <laughs> which is who is a very,
1: very ambiguous wrestler from 2004. Um, but yeah, they it, all look the exclusively exact same. 04. You know, he was around for a, maybe a year and a half, and I'm just like, okay, so someone still remembers Heidenreich. I remember. I remember Heidenreich. I didn't remember his theme. Heidenreich. Hi. Didn't, you know, um,
0: non, it's, but not, yeah. it's
1: not a very it's not a very complicated melody. So I think it's pretty easy to get in the head there.
0: <laughs> you could tell me I, I've been having it in my head for years. Uh, I But <laughs> but ah. o- overall, though, I, I just didn't know what I was going to get. And I didn't know. I mm. think by the end of the first OVA, if I had to rate this, it would be significantly lower than at the end of the OVAs. Oh, gotcha. Um, I thought the first one was pretty good, but I, I generally got more into it as I kept watching it. And I think oh, that's gotcha. That's kind of a mark of a pretty good series as well where I, I just like it better as it goes. Um, yeah. And my, my favorite learn one more. of them. Yeah, I want to learn more. I want to know who these characters are. I want to know what the plot, what the world is that they live in. So, I don't know. Throughout the whole thing, um, definitely not bad. Definitely not bad yeah. at all. No, not at all. Um, good. Yeah, I, I'd say it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I, I wouldn't like – I didn't love it, I don't think. I don't think I would – like, give it any 10 out of 10 treatment, but it, it was it was fun. It did what it wanted to do. Uh, it, yes. like, of the thing that it presented in the first OVA, it, it finished
1: in the last OVA. It just, you know, yes. it did what it had to do. The soundtrack yeah, there was, was there good was, sometimes. Was, well, that's the thing. The soundtrack was just so perplexing. That's, that's the it only was thing. very perplexing. That was the only thing. That's the only major question I have coming away from the show is like, did I dig the soundtrack or did I kind of think it was stupid? I don't know. Yeah. Now I guess that the the next question
0: is would you recommend this to anybody?
1: Um I would recommend it um uh this is um okay cuz when I don't say yes immediately people think I'm copping out on this but I'm genuinely not. <laughs> um it depends on who I'm talking to and it mm-hmm. depends what their interests are because you can gather the first couple you know let's say you're talking to someone about anime I generally believe in the first 5 minutes you kind of know what you're in for with a person like yeah. where you know, where they lie, what they'll be into, what they won't be into. If they're... Uh, it all depends on the person. I generally would recommend recommend this. Sorry. Beer. To some people. <laughs> um, yes. To some people, definitely. Especially if they are more retro heads, I would definitely say, hey, if you like anything predating 1999, check out Artemis. It's two hours you're, you're probably going to enjoy. If I'm talking to a Shonen bro, uh, honestly... Maybe as like a taste breaker. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. feel like this could be a fun little thing for people to go. Hey, there's other anime than what has been in the Shonen Jump, month, like the Shonen Jump um, uh, magazine. You know, you can get there's other anime stuff out there. So this might be a fun little taste breaker. Wouldn't it, wouldn't it be my first choice as a taste mm-hmm. breaker for someone in that category, but I definitely think it'd be fun. Um, because there, but there's also like the third type in my head of, of anime fans is like the super duper recent fans the third the third yes <laughs> thank you <laughs> that came together really nicely i don't know if i recommend it to like the new the newish of anime crowds like the the, the, the new the newer hardcore anime fans um because it, it might be a tough sell because some people some anime fans now like especially the newer ones i've noticed are like super critical mm-hmm.
0: and mm-hmm. they
1: love tearing stuff apart and you know if this might i don't know if it'll do enough for them because you know if you're so if you're super hardcore. And if you, especially if you're really watching more recent stuff, you know, sometimes historical, like, you know, some people lack the frame of historical context, so they might not appreciate something, you know, from the ninety from, like, the mid-90s. So, mm-hmm. it's like, two out of three, I'd probably recommend it, too. Uh, like, if, if cool. there's three, if, if it, at the top of my head, if I'm going to take, like, three of the bigger forms of anime uh, nerds out there, probably recommend the two out of three of them. Because cool. I feel like it's en- it's enough of something different where, like, people can – I feel like people can get something out of this. Not a ton. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, it would be my first choice of, like, of fun OVAs to really shake someone up. But if someone's got two hours and they want a complete story, I would recommend it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I generally w- – I don't think – if anybody asked me, like, what should I watch, I, I- – don't think this would ever come up in conversation. However, okay. um, I, I, I it, it was fun to watch for me. Uh, but I do think in about a month or two's time, I will com- completely forget about it. Probably, um, unless we You're were seeing- talking about it, like unless we're like you know like podcasting, you know, like we're like talking about it right on the show, like I because now I'll remember it forever because you know it's in the zeitgeist of our of our um, of our podcast. But well, right. if I had just watched it without that
1: kind of around it, I'd probably just completely forget about it. Well, well, uh, honestly, you're better than I am because we've talked about shows that I've already completed. I've already <laughs> completely <laughs> I forgot <know>. about.
0: <laughs> oh god! But yeah, I mean that's that's Artemis III, the Third. Everybody,
1: I, uh, a pretty fun, fun thing to watch. It it it's pretty. It's enjoyable, you know. Pleasant little surprise. And honestly, if I, there's one thing I can recommend, it's the method of which I found it. Um, if you, if anyone out there has having a particular, you know, fascination uh-huh. with a certain genre in this medium that is anime fucking go on your preferred um streaming platform of choice go to any of the genre tags click on a genre and just start scrolling
0: yeah, see what catches your eye
1: they tell you not to judge a book by your by its cover but that's always said by people who can't design good book covers so just fucking go and explore have fun you might find something you really enjoy and if you hate it within 20 minutes you can stop and do something else it's amazing this is 2022 it's great. wow so you much available go- to you Especially if you're an anime fan, we're we're so fucking spoiled now. We have too much content to watch. I think after this, I might watch some Blue Gales of Bungle. I don't know. <laughs> have fun with that. I I need to eat, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do that. But that sounds um, good.
0: Yeah, but but everybody, thanks for watching. We'll we'll see you next time. We'll see Buh-bye. you soon. Brr. It's bad. comment on whatever video you want to leave a comment on. We'll read them all anyways. We don't care. I love you. Kiss kiss. Uh, uh, In your ear. Podcast Network.